0: I love you. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon.
1: Hello. This is Green and Faceless (laughs) on the couch. (laughs) Brick wall.
0: (laughs) No, no, no,
1: no. It's just comedic timing uh, oh yeah, but, yeah yeah and uh this is a podcast about movies and tv and we're here we... doing a, a patreon inspired episode uh this suggestion came from an anonymous patron user patreon user, thank you rather and if you would like to make suggestions which are voted on in the public. You may join us at patreon.com slash creating faceless. We'd appreciate your patronage. Correct. It does help us keep this show going. Um Indeed. and you know, we, we'd we are doing a little bit less episodes, but that's because we want to do more projects for you guys and we still have very limited time to do so. Uh, but, you know, with more patronage, the more time we can put towards new projects and stuff. So, yeah, we're excited about, hopefully, a new chapter in Fiction Works 19 We'll see. We'll see,
0: indeed. And you okay. can help, with, with, help us with it, and we would appreciate it. Much love. Yes. On with the show. On with the show. <laughs>
1: so, uh, A-NOM, what's called them... Potato Head 69. Uh, Potato nice. Head 69 wanted us to butt up Mr. Nobody versus everything,
0: everywhere, all at once. All at once, yeah. It's kind of, uh, it's a bit of a stretch, but it's a, a multiversal, uh, um, yeah, genre SmackDown. Yeah.
1: And, you know, there, I would definitely call, uh, E, E, a- A-A-O.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just say everything everywhere. Every, it's just too yeah, hard. Yeah, everything everywhere. Uh, Otherwise, you're kind of treading the line of, def- of upsetting <laughs> Rachel Ray. That's true. Yeah. What was that again? E-V-O-O. Extra, e- yeah, extra virgin olive oil. <laughs> E-V-O-O. Well,
1: all right. This, this um, long-titled film is a black comedy, I would call it, with sci-fi elements i guess i don't know magical realism it's gotta it's it's interesting yes but both definitely hit the same vein of anything really can happen you don't know what the next scene's gonna hold uh because everything's fucked up
0: especially in the (laughs) uh chronological i feel like the the main differences in the films is that mr nobody seems like it's it's trying to tell something yes but it's doing so in a way that it wants you to be thinking it wants you to be like looking into what the movie's trying to say looking into all the different concepts and everything whereas everything everywhere all at once has a lot of messages to say but just wants to entertain you while embedding these messages extremely entertaining i will give it that right uh, they are both oh, I love
1: it rather long movies
0: they uh, really are this yeah that was well. one of the uh the issues with my ADHD is that I love films like this I love movies mm-hmm. that make me think I love mo- movies that you know really seek to entertain me in weird ways um both of these films they itched a lot of those like those yes. uh, those scratches that I need I don't know how to yeah, phrase it goes. they
1: both have some you know sci-fi uh fantasy elements and
0: yeah. both are a very high concept but yeah just being just both being over two and a half hours my adhd will get in a little bit uh, yeah. a little bit bubbly Same. everything everywhere all at once in the theaters Low-less. did not feel that long uh, at all i bet it, I it bet. felt so fast i was i was so entertained and just like completely captivated on my own couch though well, actually, no, I wasn't on my own couch. You were I was on, on my couch. couch. You were. Yeah. Um, we had to keep pausing it because your dog kept getting excited. That's right. <laughs> she did. That
1: was right before that I got just very, very ill.
0: And Oh, man. And
1: and I'm sorry to have exposed you if it is something that's contagious. Sarah is not feeling so good today, so I think it might be. So I apologize. How dare you? You know, the it's, extra time off from work god will be so it. devastating Ugh, god damn it well you know I thought <laughs> I just thought it was my regular stomach stuff because yeah. it, it hasn't been so good since I've gotten off that festival thing and this is pretty personal so maybe I'll steer us back <laughs> to the podcast uh, so anyways I've just tried to apologize to our patrons that this is a little late anyhow let's talk about mr nobody mr nobody yes. starring mr jared leto oh i earlier you said his name was jared Letgo.
0: yeah i said let go yeah it's a very um high tier joke that i dropped before <laughs> the, the recording when we were warming up you know you know how it goes <laughs> Yeah, Jared Leto. <laughs> you know, honestly though, and and this is going to be like a backhanded insult and I'm sorry. Yeah. Um I don't usually uh, enjoy Jared Leto's acting. Um he is a good actor. He really is. Mm-hmm. But there's just something about him that always just like pulls me out of films. Yeah. This is the only t- this is like his only performance truly that I was like completely wowed by. I remember watching this when I was younger, closer to when it came out. And I was just like, "Wow, this guy's great!" You know what? I'd uh-huh. seen him in in uh, Fight Club as well, and I was just like, "Oh hell yeah!" You know, this guy. You know, I'm gonna like this guy even when he goes forward. And he played the Joker, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. oh no, I don't, yeah. I don't mesh well with this guy anymore." Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. he's just been that from now on.
1: So you know, he's an interesting one, and I just want really to to apologize if he's listening. Uh, but you yeah, do yeah, know, you know that now he's going. <laughs> I to said come he was a good actor, and try to <laughs> either Joker or Morbius kill us, and that there's nothing we can do about it. We especially Eight. if Morbius kills us. That guy's got
0: superpowers. Yeah, well, I mean, Joker's. I think I feel like it's, it's Joker's more scary than Morbius. Joker be is
1: more scary, but <laughs> see, Joker's gonna kill the whole neighborhood, and at least, oh, I mean. Yeah. At least I'll have COVID. I mean, party.
0: I feel like if I'm going out, I kind of want to go out with a lot of people, you know. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, like you know,
0: lessens the blow.
1: Yeah, at the, at the very <laughs> least, Sarah wouldn't have to live with me be gone, you know. Uh, but I kind of wow. do kinda, like hope that he tries to <laughs> Morbius kill me, and then I don't die because can Morbius enter places
0: without being invited? Oh, I feel that's like a good then question.
1: That's a good question. I did not
0: actually see this film. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie either. <laughs> Someday we'll have to. All right. Well, that's one all... of the perks at Patreon.com/slash/GreenAndFaceless. You could recommend <laughs> us watching Morbius. That's, that's true. Morbius you time can. for you and your, uh, yours truly.
1: We are doing a Marvel playlist in the long run, though, so we will get to it. It's Sony. It's Marvel. <laughs> If we started with Howard the Duck, the,
0: stop. Th- <laughs> stop. <laughs> All right. Oh God. All right. Yeah. Let's talk, Mister Nobody. It's it's really hard for me to get back to Mister Nobody, even though I like this movie. So much of it is gone from my brain because it's very, um, very thought provoking, and I was just not in an area to like fully think about it you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like at when i after i finish watching it because this movie does beg to be not not really deciphered i feel like it's very obvious what the movie's trying to say but it does beg for you to you know to to pull it apart to pick it apart after the fact and uh i just don't feel like i've been in that kind of a place for a couple months so it's just like Mm. Even though I See, love this movie, it's hard for I, me to, to really remember everything that happened.
1: Love is a strong word for this film for me, but I do think it's incredibly interesting. And films that are... I mean, you can't say formatted because that's just inaccurate. But films that are similar to this in the way that they are structured, they do intrigue me very much. But mm. so there's some things about this film... That I think are like okay, um, but the ending I feel like is very much like they put all the strings back together very well. I think yeah. that the the strange spiderweb like structure of this film is put together extremely well, and that is one yeah. thing that I really like about it. But
0: um, yeah, because <clears throat> it, it it basically tells the story of one man's life at four different points it's all four or five
1: um i think it's
0: well well it's it's not if until the very end
1: that's true
0: but (laughs) i'm sorry i did i guess spoiler Spoiler warning we could have edited it out
1: before now we've talked about it
0: too much (laughs) Um. (laughs) but no it, it basically starts off from the the point of a very old man he yes. was like a hundred and I don't know eighty 20. something. Oh. Like Twenty, yeah, I can't like, remember. He's, he's, he's old as fuck. All or forty, one hundred and forty-one, one hundred and forty-one. Jesus, but he's he is the <laughs> last. Oh, It says here he's one hundred and eighteen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's not much older than Bilbo when he had his party. Hundred and eleventieth birth,
0: or eleventy first birthday, or something who've like that. Lived longer than that like 118 yeah i mean if you're going by bible rules yeah
1: no i mean people like on very recent record like i believe that the oldest person
0: is like 121 years old right now let's find out the oldest person to ever live the french woman jeanne louise calment lived to the ripe age of 122 years old damn who's the oldest today though uh let's find the oldest person alive today maria brañas Morera. uh she's 116 years old american spanish super centenarian damn
1: wow congrats maria that is awesome um you're almost as old as mr nobody mr nobody is the last mortal on yes on
0: the the earth and yeah all the others are just weird motherfuckers who just don't die
1: (laughs) yeah they 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 found a way to halt the aging process so, like, you get to be the age look that you want to be, I guess, and then you go yeah. through a procedure or whatever. I don't who know. Who knows? And then you don't... I don't remember. And then you don't... The only way you can die is... I mean, you're not,
0: like, impervious. You're just immortal. Long-lived. Right. But it, the... Uh, this old old motherfucker, um, he's approached by many people at who, as he's about to die, you know, want to know yeah. his life story. And they also want to know, like the whole world's very interested in what his last words are going to be. Right. And so it's like there's a lot of people are tuning in. An argument about whether
1: or not they should let him die, if they right, yeah, if the if that's ethical, since yeah,
0: there's a way around it. And as he starts to tell his story, though he he mentions, I guess it's not really a spoiler because I do remember that he tells this story. He mentions that. Um, when you're conceived at the moment of conception or whatever uh the angels the angels of, of whatever oblivion. Of, of oblivion shit uh they touch your your top your, you know your top lip right in right? that little nivet that most people have everybody has yeah, like, that's I would assume what gives
1: your spirit the most divot. everybody your spirit yeah
0: It <laughs> yeah. hey, and he says that it, it'll um it erases your memories of possible futures And they forgot to touch him. And so he remembers all the possible futures he could have had. And that's basically what the whole movie is, is he starts telling all these different stories about where his life could have gone. Um, Specifically from the point of one moment when his mother and father are separating. Uh, The mom is getting on a train never to come back again. And they tell the kid, you have to choose right now. You know, basically it's like, go with your mother, get on the train with her, or stay with your father. And the way his life spirals from that decision uh, is the movie. And, and yes. it's,
1: I don't so know, it's, it's, it's so goes, fascinating
0: to me. <laughs> it, uh,
1: I don't remember how many options happened when he went with his dad. But, like, his dad eventually gets some sort of uh, macular degeneration disease and he has... Or an accident. Maybe there's an accident that happened. Um, Maybe. But anyways, he, he becomes paralyzed and he has to help take care of him if he goes in and lives with him. Or he could go... I don't remember. Did he start in America or did his mom go to america i forget it doesn't yeah, I matter i
0: honestly don't remember <laughs> everyone else was
1: english except for jared leto sometimes
0: um <laughs> i think it works still uh, i think i do think um okay i now that i'm looking at it here nemo moves with his mother to montreal Okay. And then later they get divorced and goes to New York. You know what? So We're,
1: we're forgetting something. We should say... They're, they're credited as father and mother as far as I remember. But Reese Ifans, Ifans, he plays the father. And Natasha yes. Little plays the mother. Mm-hmm. And uh, younger Leto, Nemo... Nemo Nobody, by the way. Um, yeah,
0: Mr. Nobody isn't the first name Nemo. Yeah.
1: Oh uh, Nemo age nine is played by Thomas Byrne, who's an adult yeah, now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so is so is age fifteen Nemo played by Toby Regbo. Ooh, he's kinda he is. He's
1: pretty sexy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: In a baby kind of way, you know. But like other other like story arcs, divulge from another choice that um, Nemo finds himself having to make constantly, which is the love path. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's three particular. I think there's three women. It might be four. Uh, um, I believe it's three. Yeah, uh, I thought it was three. Yeah, but like there's there's three specific women that he finds himself drawn to in each of these different story path like arcs of his life mm-hmm. and every single one of them brings different different arcing stories and like yeah. it it's just this whole jumble of of possibilities and everything that is edited together into like a weird sci-fi mix of drama and and you know a lot of a lot of drama but right. like he goes to mars at what you know in one storyline oh, yeah. you know there but
1: like does he i don't know because he does in another
0: yeah. because it, in an, I, in
1: another scene he's writing that
0: right exactly there's there's one story arc where he writes somebody going to mars and then there's another story arc where he lives that story instead of writing it or is it it's just like and it's just his imagination that's totally possible but i've always i've always taken it as being a completely different story path that it's just like in one story arc things are affected so much that humanity is expanding to mars in his lifetime (laughs) um when he while he's still relatively young because he's only in his like maybe 40s or 50s in that story path right and uh i don't know it's just like i really it it, I, i really enjoy it it's like Cloud it's in that same group as like Cloud Atlas, sure, and and you know these weird,
1: but that movie's like saga
0: scoping, like (laughs) multi-year, like multi-story art paths that somehow connect. And uh, I mean, I guess I'm going into my closing statements if that's all right. Uh,
1: Well, no, because I have I think there's more to say about this movie. Um, Okay. So first off the uh three women are named jean elise and Anne, or anna i let me just anna, yeah, anna. and um and in all of these different storylines they do fall in love with him and i did want to give credit to the adult versions uh of these characters anna is played by diane krueger um yes. Gene Natty Trez, that's right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Gene is played by Lynn Dan Fam, and There's Elise is played by Sarah poli They all have, you know, their own characteristics and these diff, totally different relationships with right. with him. And I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit so when he's with Jean, uh lin dan Pham's character he is super successful in the financial sense and very uh but also very depressed and right. probably cheating on her and stuff like that
0: and on like um, most likely on heavy heavy drug use it or seems something, it seems use.
1: to be perhaps uh and he has children with her so i feel like this character got the shit into the stick uh when it came to the storyline with these three and she's like the only person of color in the show yeah Uh,
0: that's fair uh
1: so that kind of sucked a little bit but at least um she is depressed when they get together in, in all situations uh because of something that happened to her and um so they get together have kids but nemo is constantly taking care of her and that's that's their relationship uh anna when in the verses where he gets together with anna she is first his stepsister well okay that's (laughs) not that's not quite fair to say they do hook up and then it seems like next day, find out that they're going to be step-siblings.
0: Right. It's, it's at the age of. I feel 15. like it's weeks.
1: Yes. Yes, I, I do feel like time probably passed. But so now they're living in the same house, and they already had a thing for each other. And so, yeah. <laughs> you know, that I do think gives it a, more of a spin of acceptability uh, in the, the realm of... Uh, legitimate romances i just think it is a weird choice to to make the theme of a movie and yeah. and especially with what you know your feelings about the whole fantasy as well i think it's it's i i mean it's we it's strange i will give it that It's it's strange, but at the
0: same time, someone's fantasy. You know, Greek story Oedipus has him having sex with his fucking mom. Right, but he also
1: didn't know it was his mom. So that's
0: this. Yeah,
1: that's when they first started. They didn't know they were going to be step (laughs) kids. Yeah, that's true. They didn't know, but still, and then it fell apart. So (laughs) this is going to be spoilers. So. I I am just saying that ahead of time, but it's only it's going to be quick. So the whole thing ends up with him wanting to make the choice that will lead him to be with Anna, even though mm-hmm. they get split apart like a lot of different times over like for years at a time. And right. uh, because that was the love that was true to him and that right and and i thought
0: like that's not how i remember the ending though because i remember him him, he makes a completely different choice he makes a choice he hasn't decided that's that's true that's true Know what he does go
1: a third direction yeah that is true um, but basically... That
0: was his happiest, though. His happiest was with Anna. That's right. Like, that's, you know... He, he didn't feel that that was his... Right. Was that his last <sighs> word? I can't remember. No... No... Sorry for the spoiler, but, like... I think it's it was big her, spoilers. right? It's
1: big spoilers. Uh, yeah. Y- yes, it was. Redbud, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, though... Uh, Rosebud. Last, sorry, not Redbud. Rosebud. Last spoiler... <laughs> it's all a big thought experiment like the old man doesn't even fucking exist
0: no and that's what i love about it is that it's it's all like yeah that's why i enjoy it is it's a whole story about the importance of choice but at the same time about not stewing on the fact that you have to choose life is just a it's just choices that's all life has ever been it's all it ever will be
1: don't like the construct of the old man i feel like it was unnecessary for jared leto to make that old raspy man voice
0: yeah that's fair like it is kind of an annoying character but i i, I feel like it's the best in regards to like keeping the narrative like keeping the narrative going right like giving the whole thing a narrative in general something to always come back to and then like worth the audience of like the the immortals watching on because we're all forgetting about what life is you know it's like nobody you know everybody's kind of just becoming mundane stew and and you know jared leto in this movie is just like hey wake up and realize yeah wake up and realize that your choices do matter just don't you know worry about them that much (laughs) yeah yeah <laughs> to, All of to the, the point advice you lose yourself that he into gave
1: it. to other people was just advice to himself. Okay, well, anyways, pretty much closing yeah. statements. Closing statements. I'm ready now. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I just like it. I, give, I don't think it's perfect right. because it's 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 like a it's it's like a try to be a mind fuck movie, but it's not really. It's like um, it it, it doesn't quite reach like the. You know, I I don't consider a lot of Christopher Nolan movies to be mind fucks, but there's, you know, a lot of them reach for mind fuck. Mm -hmm. And this is similar to that, but doesn't quite get on the same ladder as Christopher Nolan, if that makes sense. Right. I I find those movies just more entertaining. This one, I I still give it three and a half because, you know, mainly because it's a a role of Jared Leto's I actually like.
1: Yeah.
0: And, you know, he's, he's actually pretty good in it. So are the kid actors. Like, everybody... I don't know. I, I really enjoy the story. I enjoy exploring multiple paths of a romance because I don't really believe in in a soulmate. I believe that at any point in time, you have multiple people on earth who you can consider a soulmate, you know, consider mm-hmm. like a significant other. But as you age and as they age, that fluctuates. And like I just I find that very that concept very fascinating and I think this movie is one of the few that really explores that very well that like you know different romances can happen from different events yeah and it's just it's yeah. fascinating
1: it, i i do think that the romance angle of it is very interesting uh, i just think that they also took a strange turn with it <laughs> that's
0: yeah. no i understand
1: uh so anyhow
0: do you think this movie launched the uh, step-sibling fascination <laughs> in the porn industry? <laughs>
1: I I don't know. I don't feel like it had that wide enough of an audience. Um, <laughs> there was probably like a sex romp that, that did it and like, you know, got big amongst the frat community or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, I uh, give it 100% of full face and that is just for it I keep on bumping my, my microphone stand Oops. that is just for their they do a, just a masterful job of sending out these strings all over the place and then we, weaving it back together at the end it, it, that part of it is very well put together it's not perfect but it's, it's no. pretty well put together uh so, yeah, I think it is very interesting to watch. It can get a little boring because it's very long. Um, <laughs> it's very and long. it can be hard to keep track of everything. So uh you know it's 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 not perfect. It's not gonna be my favorite, but because of the effort, I have to give it a a higher ranking. I think it was pretty
0: cool. yeah, they would keep cutting back to like certain story paths and I'd be like, what? Yeah, I don't remember this, and it'd be like, "Oh, right."
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we did that movie. We got one more to go, uh, and Under. we're gonna take a soda pop break and yes. come on back to you.
0: We'll come on back now. Yeah, <laughs> I love you. Hey, we're back. Ah, I'm so scared.
1: Hey. On the side of my boots. Sorry. On the side of my boots. <laughs> Are we ready? That.
0: Uh, sure. Let's talk my favorite movie of 2022. Everything, Holy everywhere, all at once. damn. No, no, I'm not biased. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it... You know, I, I I can't think of a, another movie that I liked better last year. So, that's yeah. probably true. Uh, this, we just yeah, my, uh... watched the other night, so... <laughs> you know, I definitely <laughs> am pretty biased towards it probably being the top of my 2022 list.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah, I have a... Um pretty good history with this film it's directed by uh, the the directing duo known as the daniels the daniels. That's daniel kwan and daniel Scheinert. uh they are incredible uh writer director combo um like s- severely like i i first noticed them when they were working on uh music videos uh-huh. that was where i first fell in love with them they did the turn down for what music video yeah. They did a couple Foster the People music videos. They did not do the King of the Hill version of the song. No, no, not the King of the Hill. (laughs) Turned down for what? That's turned down for what?
1: Turned down for pronunciation
0: of the H. Turned down for what? uh no they did not they did the the you know the dj snake and lil john yeah. version yeah <laughs> it is
1: hilarious if you have not checked it out please do uh
0: oh yeah very fun and then also check out uh check out houdini by foster the people and then they did another one that i can never remember i'm trying to find it on the don't stop color on the walls uh Uh also by foster the people Ooh, they also did the shins simple song that's one of my favorite music videos of all time very good one check that one out i had forgotten about that um but yeah that's they have such a great musical video filmography that a long time ago when they decided they were going to start doing movies and they did the swiss army man i was very excited because i thought Uh it was going to be goofy funny and it was and very emotional somehow very emotional it i don't was understand a very how
1: interesting movie um i yeah. went to the movie theater to see it with a group of sarah's friends from high school and nobody liked it but me and like her best friend from preschool <laughs> sarah says sarah says that it grew on her after uh a while but Which is like fair. initially she was like no <laughs> like there is a lot of
0: very awkward morbid humor in that movie yeah i went with a friend from work and i don't remember our reactions i know i liked it i don't remember what they thought so and i haven't talked to them in years so it'd be kind of weird to reach out and be like what did you think of this movie i'm trying to (laughs) Uh... but like i i remembered that it, it was really just something special so that when i heard that they were doing another movie and that it was called everything everywhere all at once i was like okay this is probably going to be weird i'm very excited and
1: then you're and like it also Michelle Yeo? uh
0: shell yo i know what? right it's like oh okay that's I- exciting who else is in it and Kei hui kwan what? what i haven't seen him in years no one oh has. my god and here he is to be honest when i went into the theater i did not know that he was in it wow. i only knew about michelle Yeoh, and and jamie lee curtis i knew about jamie lee curtis as well um right. but once i saw K. hui kwan i was just like oh my fucking god like i was so excited in the movie theater because i literally hadn't seen him in years so like i was just like what in the hell yeah it's this is crazy. amazing and
1: you know what's even crazier is that he still sounds this <laughs> there- <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, he, that's how I knew him because I was like the whole time. I'm like, I feel like this is the kid from the Goonies uh-huh. or, or, uh, you know, right. the, uh, Temple of Data. Doom. Data, like, I was like,
1: and, um, see, they didn't give him real names, uh, but short, know, right? short, short round. <laughs> short round. That's right. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he does uh, get is a real name. Here? He's, he's Wang. And yes, uh, Michelle uh, Yo is his wife, Evelyn Wang, and she is the protagonist. Um, yes, they also have a daughter named Joy Wang, played by Stephanie Sue.
0: Or is is that I correct? I believe that is correct. I um, believe that's how I pronounce it, and it could be wrong. I am sorry. And Joy uh, is dating
1: Becky, played by tally medel and that's their that's little uh, family unit but gong gong oh, don't forget yeah, is say, don't forget coming to gong visit gong. and they're trying to figure out like what they're gonna say about becky um that's james <laughs> hong that plays gong gong
0: <laughs> uh, he, he's demanding yeah he is yes. uh, but he doesn't know um english no. And so you know they they kind of use they 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 use that as a way to talk around him because they're laundromat owners the Wang right. family is and or Wang Wang family Wang family I don't remember it's probably Wang anyways but they're being audited you know it's tax time mm-hmm. and uh, you know Evelyn's just doing what she's been told to do. In regards to like what receipts to keep what to consider business expenses all this stuff so you know she's just she's just along for the ride from what you know the irs has told her their agent deirdre Bobadur, bobberdre bobberdre i think uh, it's deirdre
1: by... bob De- deirdre?
0: <laughs> deirdre deirdre bobberdre, bobberdre. <laughs> deirdre bobberdre played by jamie lee curtis uh, she won
1: the only one who won anything and i'm not
0: i don't think that's right oh well, uh, that's not true oh who would, who else did i'm pretty sure michelle yeah michelle yo won and kui kwan won and at kwan and Scheiner the daniels won for the screenplay
1: yeah well then we're gonna edit that out the- they
0: all won they all <laughs> won well there there is controversy because i believe stephanie sue was nominated for supporting actor uh, as well or supporting actress as well as jamie lee and so the, well, the real controversy they is make them why debate,
1: like go against each other in the same movie and it really is debatable which performance was better they were both very good i know in the right film.
0: they are both very good uh but but i do understand the controversy because you know with jamie lee winning in this kind of a film you know i i don't know i i guess there's controversy and i understand it i still think jamie lee did a great job and you know they deserved all the the awards that they did
1: characters that she played and you heard me characters all under the same (laughs) name uh were all very fun But you can say that about every single character in the show. Except for Becky. I don't remember a lot of different versions of Becky.
0: Yeah, I don't think there were many. Um, I could be wrong about that, of course, but I'm pretty sure she's only... I feel like there's only one version of Becky, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think maybe. I'm trying to remember. There's even
1: like Rick, the the older white bearded man that hangs out at their laundromat. He even had multiple versions, and his he's played by by Biff Biff. Biff
0: Whiff. (laughs) (laughs) Like I love that name. It's gotta be fake.
1: (laughs) Biff Whiff is gonna be our new super strange side character. Uh, so oh I just want to tell you about the one thing that I actually know Biff Whiff from. He do- has done a lot of side things, um, <clears throat> over the years. Um, I I don't know if he's in Doctor Who, Greg. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he was in iCarly. Uh
0: oh hey Uh,
1: but yeah so he he's been working since the 80s and usually just getting small roles but he was in this sketch comedy I think you should leave with Tim Robinson have you ever seen that on Netflix it's very very strange very very goofy I have been watching it Uh, I got turned on to it by a friend of ours um but he's playing santa he's playing santa but he wants he uh the first scene is a trailer for an action film i don't remember what the film is called but it's like you know announcer voice and starring santa (laughs) (laughs) and it's just biff whiff there And (laughs) he's like cladded out in leather and stuff. It's hilarious. And then like much later in the episode, because it's sketch comedy, you know, they go different places. um, They come back to an interview with Santa and uh, (laughs) it's for the movie. You know, it's pressed for the movie. And I believe he's there with another actor from the movie. You have to watch the skit to know. I've only seen it the one time. But the, I can't he say that sits I will. down <laughs> <laughs> he sits down across from this guy and he's very excited to talk about the movie. And the interviewer says, So Santa, how do you deliver all of those presents in one night? and santa just gets up and he just slowly takes his microphone off and he's like no no i'm done i was told i was not get any questions about this christmas shit we're here talking about a movie (laughs) oh it's so funny and he is also very funny in this he knows all the dance moves of the movie that they have playing in the background at their laundromat and he dances (laughs) with waymond in the middle of the laundromat it's so funny like Uh, waymond is
0: so cute i love waymond i love yeah i really do love prime universe waymond whatever you want to call him yeah and uh i think with the closing of of random strange side character we should explain the multiverse now uh, which is that in this movie at least um which is that you know while she's just getting her taxes taken care of uh evelyn that is um she's approached by a stranger version of her husband they're in the like they're in an elevator together and and wayman just like as you said he's very cute very lovey and, and adorable uh, but then he just straightens up immediately mm-hmm. and and takes his glasses off a completely different manner like personality and everything and, alpha and you know he he, and he tells her basically he puts something in her ear and tells her basically go to the go to the laundry closet right. go, or, or imagine that you're in the laundry closet like he gives her instructions and everything and yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to explain. There's so much that happens in that. So, scene. like um,
1: we, can, I, if we're just gonna be explaining the jumping part of it. So, if yeah, let's you want to use a skill from a different version of yourself from across the universe, yeah, you have to use what is called as a launch else. pad or a jump pad. I can't remember. Yeah, but it's you doing something strange, like crushing an apple
0: on your forehead or something like that. Right or your and they pants. have and in, the, in the alpha universe it, it, where this this completely <laughs> different version of Wayman is coming mm-hmm. from they have computers that will calculate what the best launch point is you know right. it's like if you want to get the skills of this fancy chef version of yourself in some different multiverse you would have to chew bubble gum from the bottom of a right. desk Right, you know, and, and so that's what they do. They'll just grab it off of the bottom of a desk and start chewing it, and then they'll click a button in, on the the device in their ear, and then they gain that ability. They can they can attach themselves to that skill and right. and use the famous chef skills to help them in whatever fucking situation right. they need. And, like, and that, you know, the universe knife, in that the
1: knife, the knife, whipping, spatula, tossing chefs. Yeah, yeah. So you know, useful exactly. shit
0: um <laughs> very fascinating stuff very jackie chan inspired right. in regards oh, to uh, yes. fight scenes oh
1: very much so i i the whole time we were watching we got to watch this one together i think we already said that uh the whole time we were watching it i, I was getting jackie jackie chan vibes and it was a lot of fun yeah. like you know we've we've talked about michelle yo uh doing choreography and stuff and she's extremely graceful and uh um, right yeah it's just fun to watch that that Jackie Chan air of like worry that he has yeah. that anxiety that he brings to the
0: performance right.
1: right So that that Michelle brought that a lot to that in, in this yeah movie.
0: because when you're in the the kind of fights that they're in, you're mostly improvising what you're right. doing and and with Jackie Chan with Michelle Yo in this, they're using just random fucking items to get themselves mm-hmm. through fight scenes. Yeah. And that's why it's like, that's why when they're searching for, I mean, Michelle Yeoh's character, Evelyn, she's not even searching. She is just hoping against hope that her broken ass uh, jumping device can, you know, connect well enough. Right. You know, she, she ends up jumping into a, a, a sign twirler version of herself yeah. in a different universe. And she uses that to get through a fight scene and it's That's just funny. fascinating it's really well choreographed and everything i love the action in this movie oh man there was something else about that though uh about the jumping oh oh about the jackie chan about how it's like uh, jackie chan-esque but it's just like you know there's there's fight scenes where they they, they uh kay hui Kwan uses a fanny pack to, yes. get, <laughs> to yes. beat the shit out of everybody yeah, wonderful it shit it's scene. really fun yeah hey K
1: hui Kwan was also very very good at the choreography oh yeah
0: that was a lot of fun it, w- it was really fascinating to see him do these fight scenes because it's like it's completely different than what i was uh expecting from his character once i recognized him in the theater right. to see him to just like jump in all these really great action scenes and make them very entertaining and then at moments be reverted back to the cute and and yeah. snuggly version He's of himself
1: like, what's going on <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> why am i in this place why is there blood on uh, me oh <laughs> boy so
0: finger cuts I, between or paper cuts between my fingers oh
1: god yeah oh god <laughs> when we were watching that it was so hard um, oh i hate that stuff uh so we do, I think, have to talk a little bit uh, without giving away anything about Jobu Tupaki. So, jo- yes, Jobu Tupaki is a villain who was created. I think we can say that another version of Evelyn is the one who discovers yeah. that you could jump
0: and um, <clears throat> Alpha Alpha Evelyn
1: Alpha Evelyn took this person and pushed them a little bit too hard like they were very skillful at at jumping pushed them too hard jobu
0: tupaki was
1: yes and jobu got you know super powerful and really crazy (laughs) uh so they they went crazy they went mad they are experiencing everything everywhere all at once and they can also bring anything from anywhere wherever they want and whenever Uh they want Um, and
0: jump into any version of themselves in whatever universe yes
1: so like they're like like a glitchy jump demon (laughs) i don't know it's it's really (laughs) cool i i really love jobu Tupaki, and i do too all of the outfits that she gets to wear are pretty great.
0: It's fucking phenomenal. And like, and the whole movie maintains the exact same level of goofiness that you've come to expect from the Daniels. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a whole universe where everybody has hot dogs for fingers. Yes. And, and it's just silly. And, and most people hated it. I fucking love it. I think it's it's great. Uh, but it's so fucking great at first. At first, I hated it, but
1: at the end, when it's just Jamie Lee Curtis and Michelle Yeoh, that that
0: was really funny. And well, see that's that's the beauty of this movie too. Is like it it really does just keep you laughing throughout the whole thing. But then at the end, it has emotional payoffs for every fucking situation that they've set up, and they've set up a bunch. Yeah, you know, it's like there's emotional resolution for uh evelyn and jamie lee curtis for mm-hmm. evelyn and uh, i'm sorry i don't remember jamie lee curtis's name uh deirdre, deirdre. that's right deirdre yeah and, and evelyn and wayman they have good resolution yes. with their with because they've had marital issues throughout the whole movie that's right. okay. um that have been building through dramatic irony and everything and it's it's fucking hilarious and and sad at the same time um but like the the resolution really moving evelyn and gong gong even have and becky yes, right. evelyn and evelyn and <laughs> yeah, becky like all of them yes like she gives resolution with every single character and she finds a path in her own life to like you know to, to be better she's fucking yeah yeah she's she, to be better to uh, specifically at living mm-hmm. because she's just in a rut you know she doesn't really like her life anymore there's nothing special At about it. At one
1: point, Alpha Wayman says, you're living the worst possible life you can,
0: according yeah, yeah, to the you're, data. You're the worst like, you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, like he didn't say according to the data, but, like, he was, like, talking about it as science fact. Like, yeah. you're the worst. Yeah, he,
0: you. It, it was, like, an aha moment for him, where he's like, this is why you're the one. Right. Because you're the worst version <laughs> of you. Yeah. <laughs> It's, the, it's awful but, it's, but it, it really does like it, it with all that payoff it brings the tears at the end for me especially when they you have the good emotional payoff between mother and daughter yes um which uh, some of it even happens in a rock in a world <laughs> yeah. where there is nothing and they are just two rocks that we had the same thought oh <laughs> uh, well it's fucking great because it's like it feels like a cop-out because yeah, this, it's like it's one of the yeah. more emotional moments of the movie. Because it's just two rocks that are sitting there in the midst of nothing, and it's just text on screen. Yeah, but it's so weird, and it works so perfectly with the film right. that it's very moving at the same yeah. time. Like you,
1: <laughs> also they got to touch on suicide in a way yeah. that was very symbolic rather than graphic, and mm-hmm. uh, I appreciated that
0: i did too yeah it's very this whole movie is very emotionally moving and i fucking love it because it's it's so funny but i'm crying at the end i know it's very
1: emotional very good we both own it yeah uh so that should uh cue you into what our closing statements might sound like um, i'll go know, ahead right? and you know i bought it ahead of time because it came highly recommended by you and i found it even copy though i said was. i was gonna buy it yeah well i got confused <laughs> um, but it doesn't matter i enjoy having it on my shelf it's a very oh, good yeah. movie i give it a face and a half i i i need to give it a little bit of time because it is such an emotional ride uh but i'm very excited to watch it again
0: Yay. I, I give it four stars, my best, you know, my high score as well. It's just, it's fucking phenomenal. And I love that mother-daughter relationship that's explored as well as all the other important relationships you can have in your life and, and how those relationships are important in regards to cultivating them. And, you know, it's, it's similar to Mr. Nobody in that it's also about, you know, the importance of choice mm-hmm. and, and, and how your, you know, your choices matter um specifically regarding others and so it's just i don't know it's so good it's got so many good messages and it's it's so highly entertaining like watch it if you have not seen it watch it my favorite movie of 2022 like aptly designated i think
1: uh so yeah go check it out and uh it very much obviously wins this genre smackdown Mm -hmm. Uh, sorry mr let go mr (laughs) mr nobody is worth watching is very interesting to like you said dissect and uh, this one i feel like it has a little bit less of that head feeling at the end because everything is so resolved and (laughs) everything uh, is so everywhere and uh, yes and all at once um, so i dun, think dun, that, that is the show yeah yes it is
0: yeah i say if uh, if you like movies like the fountain or tree of life right. check out mr nobody uh, but if if you've seen those movies and wish they would entertain you more check out everything everywhere <laughs> <laughs> if you wish
1: they were a little bit more like the dceu
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm the green traveler from Gorsh.
1: And I am the faceless Leon, the stretchiest experiment on Earth. Safe travels and good night.